Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Flash on Target. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Flash on Target. We are your hosts. You can follow us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's where all of our main feeds are and everything. Yes. Yet again, we don't have a video intro yet. No. Nope. We do have that awesome audio intro, and we're working on the video intro as we speak. And also, the as we speak, like literally behind the camera, there's probably like some intern. No, we don't have interns here. I wish we had interns. That'd be amazing. That would be awesome. Um, we are actually on the iTunes store now. They finally uh, they pu- pushed us on through that sort of thing. Yeah. So you can subscribe. We tweeted that link out this morning. Yes. Um, the best way to do it is to find. Uh, uh, that tweet or go to stayontargetpodcast.com and there's a link you can click on on the sidebar. Uh, if you search for Flash on Target, it's still not showing up. Um, that will resolve itself as it always does whenever yeah. you submit new podcast feeds uh, soon. Yep. Okay, so Chris, yes. this episode called The Fastest Man Alive. Yes. What did you? Th- what were your initial thoughts like going into this? What were you expecting, and was it what you expected? This is the second episode of a series, so like viewing it through those kind of lenses is, is where I'm kind of looking at lenses it. Lenses is lenses is <laughs> how um, many s's can I put on the end of that? So, um, like my initial thought as we start going through the episode, I really like all the 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 day to day stuff that they're showing him doing. You know, saving yeah. people from fires and like whatever else he's doing. Um, I love that. I like that street level kind of stuff, dealing with just criminals and they, the way that that looked too, like the the fire. Whenever yeah. he like they did that shot with the front of the house and like he zooms this person out, yeah, that looked amazing. I and mean, they're not messing around with these effects, not at all. And I also thought like that would have looked cool in uh, 3D as yeah. well. Like that would have uh, been yeah, really yeah. cool, just zooming at you and putting a kid right in front of your face, you know, saving him from the fire. Um, like they alluded to it at the end too, whenever he got back on the streets, you know, and he, uh, she said there's an armed robbery in progress. And like, that's yep. cool. Like, that's what I like. And that's something that I always liked about Arrow was that he was fighting these like, um, no quote unquote normal villains. Okay. That being said, I wasn't a huge fan and I'm still not a huge fan of them. You know, like they've got to find the meta human of the week and fight him. Yeah. Um, while like it looked cool, it just felt very small esque. Yeah. And it made me want to throw up. <laughs> you know, it was, uh, I was kind of disappointed about that too. What I was even more disappointed about mm. was whenever they killed him. Oh, oh okay. At Look, the end of the episode. Yeah. It's like, I feel like, I feel like we're going to get into the same, uh, cycle of like disposable villains, if you will, uh, that arrow actually was in, in yeah. season one. And we're going to, we're going to ruin a bunch of very good villains. So, I mean, this is the thing though. I don't even care about these villains, man. Like I care more about, um, who his boss is? Um, is everything working? Everything's working. I'm just turning up the microphone oh, just okay. a little bit here. So, all right. Um, for the live feed, yeah, uh, uh, audio feed. They can't tell what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just, they just hear you like losing track of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm easily di- I'm easily distracted. Yes, John. It happens. Um, sorry about that, guys. Now the the volumes look normal. There we go. Uh. Like I'm more interested in what his boss is up to, and yeah. like uh, I really like that dynamic where he's like, it's almost like we know he has some kind of like ulterior motive, but he's kind of protecting um, oh, Barry. You mean that boss, like the uh, what's his name, Harrison. Yeah, that guy. Who are you thinking? I was thinking of Joe, his uh, oh. his dad no, 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 no. boss. No, like I, I as a as a bad guy, I'm more yeah. interested in Harrison than For I sure. am like these bad guys of the week. Like next week, it looked on the preview, we're gonna have some guy who can morph into 
something wind. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so well, like, um, this week it was multiplex. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was at first I was excited. I was very excited because there was a run, uh, since the new 52 of the flash that Francis Matapole and Brian Bucciolato were, were writing and illustrating. And it was awesome. It was, uh, it was a different character than multiplex, but he had kind of that same power where he would multiply, but in fact he would multiply and it'd be a completely different person. Like they would be they would be unique mm. human beings, like where they would talk to each other and they would argue with each other. That's cool. And uh, and after like three or four days, they would die. Like it's they, they could never stay alive. So they were trying to find a way to stay alive. That was mm-hmm. their whole thing. They were stealing this technology to try to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that character was. I, I was hoping that it was that. Yeah. But uh, but then whenever it came out and it was like multiplex and and literally it's just like he you know. I don't even know. Like they're like mindless clones, basically. Right. I mean, and I, I will say the thing I did like about um, the villain, this villain, was the science behind it. You know, where they're like, hey, you know, like they are only active whenever he is. Um, he's basically a remote control, and he can make them do whatever he wants. But whenever he is not around or he's not controlling them, like this one is just dead. It stands here. You yeah. know, like I really liked that aspect of it and the way she created a new one. That was really cool. So something else that was interesting. You mentioned the science. I like that they actually are addressing what does what does Barry's powers do to him. Um, yeah. You know what what scientifically and and metabolically is happening, and it was like he was just having that runner hunger, you know, he was just running out of calories and, you know, and he would just pass out or whatever. Um, so I like the fact that we're investigating all of those things. Yeah. That was really cool. Whereas like, I feel like some other, uh, superhero shows, movies, whatever, don't really address some of those, those smaller day to day things. Yeah. Um, but I, I was wondering how they would address it because the flash in the comics and on like every cartoon that he's ever been on, like justice league or whatever, he's always hungry. He's always eating, always like mm-hmm. owning some hot dogs or mm-hmm. whatever. And so it's like to, to see them actually address that on the show. I was very pleased with the way they did that. Yeah. Um, I liked that. I liked, I liked if it made it feel more like, you know, he's still human. He's still, yeah. he's still a man. Yeah. Um, and like where I don't want it to lead to is where it's like, okay, well, eventually like the flash doesn't have his powers. Yeah. Um, for some odd reason, like a depowered thing. Yeah. yeah. You, you really don't like that. And I'm, I'm right there with you where it's like, that's an overplayed overdone superhero thing where like a depowered superhero doesn't serve any purpose to right. me. I, right. It's not a, not as interesting. A well, it's, story. Just, it's just, I mean, it brings them to, it's like, this is a normal show then, you know, yeah. I, I don't know if they'll go there, but I think that kind of opens the door to that. So that's just a side note. Yeah. Um, I really liked the uh, – what did you think of the interplay between um, him and um, – His uh, dad, Joe? Yes. Well, both both him and uh, – what's her face? Oh, uh, Iris. Yes. Okay, so the idea of Iris and like the awkwardness – and I mentioned like last week on the, on the, uh, the podcast that there's going to be two reasons for that to be awkward. And one is he's covering up for her and her boyfriend yeah. um, with – his boss and his, you know, stepdad, but it's also <laughs> that he kind of digs her. So it's like, I, I think until like it, that was the more apparent awkwardness this episode. And I wasn't as much a fan of that, but I will say that I think whenever we see Felicity kind of come in and I think that might be happening next week mm-hmm. on the show or like whenever the arrow crossover kind of happens and we see maybe some extra other love interests come into his life, potential love interests come mm-hmm. into his life. I think we're going to see a little bit, less awkwardness with him and Iris. Um, I don't know. Do you think that they're building towards something with their relationship where it's like, they're meant to be together, that sort of situation? Or did you see, was there a preview of, of Felicity in next week's episode? 
Is she in next week's episode? I think so. Like, I think I saw in like one of the fast things, you know, mm. where it goes by really fast and so your subconscious picks it up it. and makes you um, excited for it. Maybe. I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm honestly less excited for that to happen than I am for uh, her current boyfriend just to get out of the picture. Like, it's, <laughs> I think, like, honestly, her and him being together feel awkward. Like, it's just, it's weird. And I think it's supposed to because you're looking at this with the perspective of Barry. Yeah, um, for sure. And, uh, but like just the way that they act together is weird. It like, it feels really weird. It doesn't feel genuine. And that's, that's either the writing, the acting, or, you know, both. Yeah. You know, and what what's interesting about that is they they kind of try to get around it and like point it out because like that's an yeah, interesting specifically pointed out yeah because that's an interesting way like whenever something doesn't feel right or there's like a story uh, beat that doesn't work, uh, one of the writers' tools in their tool belt is to to point it out yeah to say hey guys take a look at this and then that's weird like whenever you have like a uh, um, uh, Deus Ex Machina, like where you have like an act of God happen to characters, and it's like, boy, I sure am glad that you know that crazy guy saved our necks that time, right? You know, well, it's, so, it's just, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I it's mean, kinda, it, it is. It, I, I'm saying it's kind of a poor way to do it. So. Yeah, it's a it's a poor way to do it. It's also like it's it's a way to do it without having to provide any backstory. This is like, true. Hey, this is the this is this is what it is, and that's you know, that's just what it. You Speaking just deal with it. of backstory, okay. The flashbacks. How did you feel about the flashbacks? Um, are they going to keep going through the whole series? Like, this is a question. This is a question because, like, there was a in the Twitter sphere as I was live tweeting the thing. I was just kind of trying to keep up to date, and I always on this one and arrow, I always try to keep up to date with how people are feeling about it. And there was quite a few comments where it's like, okay, so this is a flashback show. Like, are we going to rely heavily on this? They yeah. didn't rely heavily heavily on the on this episode. And I will say there are things about those flashbacks from this particular episode that I loved, absolutely loved. But I don't think we need it. No. Like, I really don't think we need. Um, to, to revisit that territory that we have with, with the arrow. I think this, this show could set itself very far apart from arrow. If it didn't go back to the flashbacks. The one thing I do love about agents of shield bringing up the competition here, um, is that they actually don't rely on flashbacks mm -hmm. ever. Like they never go back. So you're always yeah. like in the action there's never any really break to the action. It's just rapid fire. Like what's happening. What's the story turning and beating, you know, yeah. all that stuff sort of thing. So, I don't know. I really liked the flashbacks in um, Arrow season one. Okay, didn't like them really that much in Arrow season two until about the halfway point when they actually started relating to the story right. with Slade. Yep. Um, where you and said, the, I see where this is going. And the Miracuru, right? Uh, and Sarah. Yeah. Other than that, though, um, season two flashbacks were pretty much pointless in Arrow. Season three, so far, I really like them because it's a different setting. It provides, you know additional backstory that does make sense. It doesn't like relate directly to each episode like yeah. they did in season one. Yeah. Um, but it works really well so far because it's an intriguing world. This is the thing about the flashbacks. Like if yeah. we're, if we're going to keep going down this route, yeah. you have to make both the current world interesting and the flashback world interesting mm -hmm. right now. The flash flashback world is not that interesting. The flashback yeah. world. Oh my goodness. Which, and that's the thing like hashtag flashback. Like right now, all it's trying to do is basically be like Barry as a kid, and I'm like, okay, that's fine, um, but he doesn't have his powers then, and like, are we just gonna have him be angry and running away all the time? Like, yeah, I don't know. So the interesting thing, the things I will say, what that I liked about it, like I, moving forward, I'm less sold on them, yeah. right? But this for this episode, it was nice to see 
Joe, like the development on Joe uh, mm-hmm. West, his yeah. dad, our stepdad, was amazing. Yeah. Like I loved that interplay. That was the strongest point of this episode for me. Was that the way that they interacted together, both in the past and in in the current? Right. Um. And so to see Joe, a completely like. I mean, he's like just a side character, basically, to see him get that much development, to see him actually, you know, both in the past and in in the the present, to change his mind and to kind of develop from one spot to another where he ends this episode in a completely different spot than he started it. Yeah. Um, And to see that happen is really nice. And to see the uh, the way that those two actors, like all the scenes that they had together, even the one where he like insults Joe or whatever Mm -hmm. and says, you're not my dad, you know, it's like while... That's harsh, Barry, but I agree with you. You know, there's there's a lot of things that were going on there that I loved about that whole scene and about that whole setup. But moving forward, I don't think we need the flashbacks. I really don't. I don't want to see them. You know, right. I, I wanted to see the ones that today, but I, maybe this wasn't the episode to do that. And maybe it was the episode three or something like that. Right. But yeah, um, I really liked you know his interaction with Joe. Uh, he like, and I loved the way the where it ended up where he. Barry basically was like, "Yeah, you you have been my dad for the past, you know, however many years of my life." Yeah, um, and that was cool. Let me speculate for a second. Okay, what if we come Ooh. to find out that his father really should be in prison and did have something to do with his mother's death? Ooh, Ooh. like at the end of the season or something like that. You know, um, and what's interesting is like in the comics, there's been all sorts of ways that this has played out. Like depending on which uh, version of the Flash that you are jumping on board with, like what 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 year uh, mm-hmm. you jump on board the comics with and which one you accept as like your favorite one. Um, it's really interesting. Like that's an interesting theory. And it's also, I almost expected them to do something that they did uh, in the comics as well, where his dad basically told him, you've got to move on with your life, Barry and yeah. said, I did it. And basically lied to his son and told him I did it in order to get him to move on with his life and to stop searching for, for his, you know, the actual, you know, murderer to the, you know, that sort of thing. Why so. would he do that though? And unless, unless he knows who did it or unless he thinks it's just a, it's an arbitrary thing and Barry's wasting 30 years of like, if your kid's wasting like, you know, 20, 30 years of his life searching for, you know, to try to free you, you know, Maybe. It's, it's, you know, I, I, it would, it would be a tough call, you know? I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. You know, like, sure, I could see that as a parent, but I could also see like where, like, okay, no one, no one believes you except for your son. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know he's a kid, but you, you know, you don't, you don't want to necessarily destroy that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and I did like the way that they played it off on uh, the pilot episode with the whole "as long as you believe me, that's enough." You know, right? So, I love that. So yeah. good. And, and so like, so good. You go from that dynamic to where he's, you know, like. And telling him or trying to keep him yeah. from coming to see him and all that kind of stuff and like I don't know like yeah it, okay I guess what would det- what what would best how we could best see that is if they did a flashback that showed it showed the relationship before his mother was killed because there's right. really no way to know like there's no point of reference right exactly yeah so maybe uh, maybe that's a necessary flashback do you think it's a necessary flashback or do we like throw that in some current day dialogue where it's like you know I hated my dad for yeah. so long. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you know, just some sort of weird, um, weird way to throw it in, you know? I mean, you can throw it in either way. Yeah. Like just give me the information. Um, yeah. If you're going to do it, in a, you know, if you have flashbacks in your show, then just go ahead and do it in a flashback. Otherwise, yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, about multiplex and like the the interplay at the end there between the boss of of uh, Star Labs and that other big like yeah, who was rich he? guy. I mean, he was, was like the, the competition basically. Okay. Um, and so like they didn't like each other before uh, Star Labs ruined the city. So, man, why would he like him now? So, like, yeah. that whole situation, what did you think of, like, their rivalry, and what did you think of the way that it ended? Um, I, I, mean, I liked all of it. Like, I liked, I mean, that whole idea is really cool. Um, and like I said, it, it's it's kind of interesting looking at the interplay between uh, Harrison and Barry, and that Harrison, you know, he's protecting him, but only so that he can uh, serve his own purposes, there's yeah. there's not it's not like hey I need to take care of Barry, um, so that's that's really interesting to me. Um, yeah. I, again, you know we've brought this up. I don't. I'm not too hot on him killing him. Yeah. Um, just because just because this was a great rivalry, a great kind of villain and a great actor. I thought it was going to. So like this is what I'm looking for in this show moving forward as far as villains go. I'm looking for these long term villains that can actually be a, a villain. You know, like yep. Slade was in second season of Arrow, um, and like Malcolm Merlin is in first season of Arrow. Something you can invest yourself in in villain wise. Exactly. You know. Um, and so like other uh, than Harrison. Well, you know? that's the thing. You don't know what Harrison's agenda is, and so you don't know whether he's he's a bad guy or not. Right. Um, they're they're kind of just. They're painting them to this gray area, and they could go either way with them. But I want someone who you know is evil, and you know is the bad guy, and like this is the guy you root against. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I loved a moment I loved in the, in the show, and uh, there was a lot of things about this episode that I really liked plot wise, where it was like things that I didn't expect to happen happened. They call Barry, and the dude is standing there. Uh, yes, and, and they go to break, and then and they come just back, back from break, and he like he's there. It's like you know they call him, and, well, and he's just, like, "I'll be right there." And immediately, like seconds later, he's there. You know, yeah. Well, they they show this kind of like quick whoosh or whatever. Yeah, and he's there, and it's, just, it's yeah, that was good. Um, I also liked uh the way it ended with him going out, and I thought we ended here here this at this point last episode yeah. where he's going out to do all these things and they're going to be his eyes his and team. ears. Yeah. His team. And then we start this episode and they're okay. Are not his team? Well, I think everybody was like sold on it except for, uh, the one scientist, uh, what, whatever what's, her name what's is. What's her name? Let me look up her name all real right. quick. Uh, Caitlin snow. Yeah. So, so like, uh, I do really like, uh, him having a team though, because yeah. Like I said, I love the thought of him doing like uh, working this street level crime yep. and helping out people in fires yeah. and whatever else he's going to do. Yeah, um, I love that aspect of it. Yeah, uh, and I hope we see more of that. Like I'd like to see him. Like, what does he do in you know for a bank robbery? Or what does he do yeah. in a uh, you know a, a hostage situation or you know a terrorist threat? It would be nice. And and I guess we sort of like Arrow kind of treads the territory or did in, in the first episode or the first season of like this organized crime type thing, like mobsters yeah. and like, I'm sure it exists like that. And so like I would love to see him take on some of those things and to maybe have some of those things align where it's like, let's take out the flash or like, you know, just something more nefarious under the surface yeah. uh, that's organizing, you know, all of the antagonism against him and against the city and yeah. that sort of thing. So. I like I like the contrast between this and Arrow and the fact that, um, remember in the first season of Arrow, people were looking for this vigilante who's out killing people, you know, yeah. like, and, and it's, he's painted in a very bad light. Whereas, you know, there's like this website that's, that's, you know, you can post your sighting of the flash <laughs> and he's being benevolent yeah. and doing good things. 
And it, it was funny. One of my thoughts whenever uh, whenever Iris showed him that yeah. was uh, she said, and these people were just whooshed out of danger. And I, I was thinking, if he's not careful, she's going to start calling him the, the whoosh. Yeah. And he's gonna, well, she said it like t- two or three times. And he's going to have a terrible, terrible superhero name until he can rebrand himself. He's got to get on top of that branding, man. Um, get himself a marketing team. Well, I mean, obviously Harrison wants to call him the Flash. Right. I mean... How's he going to pull that off? I don't know. It's it, like it, basically like even Superman, like the first person that uh, that wrote a newspaper article about him called him Superman. And so he was called Superman from then on. Right. So well, they were calling him uh, the streak. That's what they've been calling. They were calling him in, on the newspaper. That's funny. And so like, I mean, I mean, for all I know, his name is the streak, <laughs> the streak, the, that the red hmm. or the what is the other guy said? The red, red, red mask. No, the red. uh I, I don't know. I, yeah, he the, said like the, the red guy, masked yeah. man or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Because there was the hood for a long time on Arrow. Over Arrow, yes. No so, one called him Arrow. And, and they were like, how do the we... The vigilante how do we, or the hood or I don't even remember how, how he started to be calling him Arrow. I think he coined it. He was like... For the newspaper? I'm not the vigilante. I'm, I'm the, the Arrow or something like that. Like, I think he started calling himself that. And so, like, people just picked it up. Like... That's funny. I guess people in police reports were just like, all right, this guess is... The arrow, <laughs> like he just leaves a leaves a, a business card sitting there, just, right? You know, well, yeah, like the arrow. W- when did and then when did that even happen? We were on arrow right now, anyway. Yeah, sorry. That would be that would be season two. In okay. season two, whenever he decided he wasn't going to kill people he anymore, was, and he wasn't going to be the vigilante anymore, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So, Flash, I really I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Okay. Before we do quotes, okay. do you want to do laces up? Or laces down. I thought like we said boots, boots on, on boots, or boots off. Yeah. There we go. Let's yeah. do boots on, boots I'm not, off. Not too sure about the laces. The laces, because I don't Seems know. Seems like it would take a long time. Do his boots have laces? I mean, you would you would think unless They've they're got to. they're Velcro and got who to. who does Velcro anymore? It's very it's a fashion faux pas. They're like speed laces where like they have those curly cues and you just pull them. Those were awesome. Those were awesome. I feel like they didn't work as well as they should have though. They didn't, but I mean. Come on, that was a decade ago. Yeah, that's over a decade, dude. The technology has got to have gotten better by since then. <laughs> I actually haven't seen those since I then, so maybe they haven't. It hasn't gotten any better. <laughs> um, yeah, I say boots on. You probably and, don't see anymore because they're all straight now. And I really like pulling the, them so much. I really like the tone of this. I really like you know the relationships, and that's what keeps me going. Um, yeah. Not necessarily the conflicts because yeah. these are very shallow one note villains right now. Right, and uh, and and you know with with killing off this guy and, and with the only residual bad guy really being Harrison right now. And we don't even know if he's a bad guy. Right. Other than killing a dude, he's a murderer now. I mean, he's a, he's a bad guy on that level. I mean, on that, yes. On, on, yeah. Based on his behavior. Yes. He's a bad guy. <laughs> yes. Anyway. And he can still see the future. We do have to, maybe that's why he calls him the flash. Cause he that's knows where he that he's supposed to be called the flash. Yes. So he's hmm. coining that term. And he did say he will be called the flash. That's true. That's true. So maybe he he maybe like that's like the the name is like a non-issue now. Maybe we're just gonna start calling him the Flash. It's interesting. Yeah, I feel like he needs to I come out there and, part and you know the whole like I am Iron Man thing. You know, yes, he needs to address the public as the Flash. <laughs> that so. would be funny. Um, especially, I mean, especially if he's just in a suit, you don't know who he is. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, it's just like yeah. And plus, he could probably vibrate his molecules so fast you couldn't even see him. Like it was just a blur yeah. standing there. Yeah. And, and this is the so treadmill. I, by the way, was amazing. I will say that the uh, yes the uh, the awesome awesome treadmill. That's a thing from the comics too. Like where you start. Uh, in fact, some of them he'll start storing up the friction energy that he's and like power the entire city. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, we'll the, see if uh, something like that happens. So that was it. Cosmic that was, treadmill. That was cool. The. Um, 
the other part that was cool was whenever he uh, was mixing his whatever he was mixing. Yep. And he basically goes his own centrifuge. <laughs> I think that was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, and this lab, like, where is this lab? And is this only his lab? Like, that was the question I had because it's like he's got this entire map of like you know. Sp- Proving his dad's innocence. Is he the only lab technician they have in the city? I, I don't know. Cause or like, is he like a private lead guy? I, I don't know. Um, I, like he has gone back there. He was back there last episode whenever he got his powers or whatever. Right. And he went back there afterwards too. But then these other policemen are, I'm not sure if that's at the police station. Right. Or if it, I thought that maybe like was his own like loft. His own like, place. I don't know. Maybe. And it, I mean, cause it would make sense that Joe could just walk into his place or whatever. Uh, but but it seemed stepdad, like there were people but, in the background and stuff. Yeah. That were working on so stuff. So I assume it's probably the police station. Interns, Xeroxing things. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Chris. So boots on. Yes. Boots on. Boots on. All right. So, uh, let's get some quotes in here. We have Iris saying, how fast can you get home and change? And Barry goes, uh, pretty fast. So yeah, that was, that was a good one. And then, uh, Joe says until a few weeks ago, I thought the fastest guy could run a mile in four minutes, not four seconds. And Barry says that I could do it in three. Not relevant. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, let me see. And then Joe says your ability to multitask is truly remarkable. <laughs> the way you can embarrass me, the captain and yourself all at the same time. So yeah, it was at the very beginning. Nice. That was basically all the quotes I had there. Only other one was, uh, was the one, let me see if I, I typed it out. Um, where the guy says he's basically the, the guy, it doesn't sound like he wanted to be saved. Some, some people, uh, when they break, can't be put back together again. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, there was the, obviously getting rid of the bad guy. I don't know. I mean, I guess you can't have a bunch of super powered people running around the world unless you have a place to put them, a prison to put them in that'll keep them. But, uh, I hope that we don't have the same problem the era did where we're just killing guys every week. It's true. Yep. yep. Well, I mean, yeah, that and Smallville. Yep. Like that's it. Like right now, it's leaning more toward the Smallville side. Yeah, just because of the light tone and that sort of thing. And actually, I saw today Smallville uh, premiered today. Um, whenever we were recording this, um, however many years ago, on Thursday. So, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, interesting. So. That's interesting. Yep. So cool. I mean, it, it was like over a decade or something like that. So it's like superhero shows have come a long way since then. Mm-hmm. And uh, but let's hope that we don't retread that same territory. Cool. All right, that's it for this week. Uh, you can check us out online at stayontargetpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. We'll be back here next week with uh, the third episode. Yep. And uh, we've also got Arrow on Target. That's the uh, the Arrow podcast. And uh, and yeah, we'll be live streaming that next as well. So we live stream every Thursday night. Yep. Um, and uh, we I'll send out a tweet, obviously, before we do that. So And then that goes live on YouTube and on iTunes later that night. Yep. So, yeah. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Flash, Flash on, on Target. Target.